the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the number five ranked University of Cincinnati Bearcats who whooped the Irish ass. I don't want to hear anything. Oh, well, it was a good game in a second. Nope, we kicked their ass from beginning to end. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,384 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, normally I say, if you're watching on Facebook or Instagram or something else, you know, go to the YouTube channel. But basically, if you're watching it on Twitter, <laughs> go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notica- notifications. And every time I go live, You'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat, we're doing Super Chats. So, if you want to support what I'm doing, give me a Super Chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Sorry I got this camera because that one decided not to work today. So, you get to see a close-up look of my face today. Now, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, like I said, I got my Bearcat stuff on. This has been an absolute amazing time for Cincinnati sports. I mean, we beat the Squealers. We beat the Jaguars. 
We beat Indiana. We beat Notre Dame. We won everywhere. It's UC versus the world. Cincinnati versus the world. And we won. It's awesome. I'm going to bring in my co-host for today's Josh from Backyard Bengals. Oh, Jeff, how sweet it is. Everybody, not only do we Notre Dame, you said it. I, everybody's been saying that Notre Dame handed this game away. So not true. UC went in and whooped their absolute ass in South Bend. We whooped their ass on their field. We whooped their ass in the stands, and we whooped their ass on Twitter. We beat them in all three phases of the game. Let's go, Cats. Number five in the country, Desmond Ritter for Heisman. Man, I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. No problem, Josh. I know you were you were actually at the game, weren't you? Yes, sir. And there was a hell of a lot of red there. A so hell of a lot of red. So much red. And, and I'll tell you this, from first half to the end, from the end of the first half, and then maybe a little bit give up in the uh, start of the fourth quarter when Notre Dame started driving. But for basically the entire game, the UC fans completely shouted out all Notre Dame fans. That I didn't hear a peep out of the green. There was nothing. The red was going crazy. We were shouting UC. We we it was it was nuts. We actually took over South Bend. It was honestly crazy to see. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Mo Egger started his show today and, and called it a nipper uh north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of Bearcats there, and I wish I could have came. I wish I could have went to that. It was so much fun. And did did you, did you see my victory lap? I'm sure you I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, it's all it's it's all over every it probably broke Facebook because it was going so viral. <laughs> yeah. I mean everybody my, my saw it. running around, yeah. My Wait, dude, you, you were you were taken off. Like, <laughs> damn it, tight end. We we need that speed. Man. Yeah. Uh, that was that was so much fun. I, I mean I, I, Dan Horde is I, I one of the uh, I think he's the best college goat college football broadcast call NFL broadcasters around. Call. The way he ended that. You, if you guys had not heard the broadcast, I wish I could play it, but I'm not allowed because I don't work for 700 or iHeartRadio or anything. But go try to find it. I know Dan's put it on his Twitter. It is an unbelievable call. I don't even right. want to try to quote it because I'll mess it up. It, it was it was an amazing, amazing quote. And the cool thing now, Josh, is like you said, we're number five in the number country five. here. And yeah. the thing is, people, we were favored. For once, going yep. to this game. Yeah. And we played like it, too. And we That's played like it. We played like the number five team in the country. We executed. The lead The lead never went over to Notre Dame. Maybe we they got some momentum, got two scores. One of them was off the Desmond Ritter fumble, and one of them was a drive that, you know, ended with a good throw and catch. That's it. That's football. But for basically the entire game, UC dominated and was- beat them by two scores. Dominated. It was, it was awesome. Anthony Long says, "Watch out, Iceman! My Buckeyes aren't far behind you." Let's face it. Let's skip the playoffs and win out. <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I got I a know, lot to say. About I know. That. I know. Doggy on here. He he uh, he's uh, one of the Georgia fans, uh-huh. and he has said that he actually tweeted me out this during the game. You know, Georgia versus UC in the uh, college football playoffs. Well, a rematch of you know last year's Peach Bowl. We'll see what happens. I mean. I'm, I, we got to win the rest of the games. I mean, yep. which we should. We're favored in every game by a lot. So mm-hmm. we should. And the thing is, though, UC has to. I, and I hate this is what I hate about college football. We have to blow them out. You know, everybody, like starting mm-hmm. this Friday night uh, versus uh, uh, Temple. Yeah. And, and that has to happen. So we cannot trip up. We can't come from the high of beating Notre Dame and you can't drop down and go, ah, we're playing Temple. No, no, no. They got to bring it and they got to bring it big time. What, what's your thoughts on yeah. the Buckeyes then? You can yeah. get some thoughts oh. there. Yeah, but I was going to say, so, I mean, I was listening to um, some more podcasts today It'd be at work because I don't really do much of anything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but while I'm at work, I listen to a lot of uh, college podcasts, and a lot of them were talking about, okay, who's going to get that spot? Who's going to get those last two spots? Because those last spots, Oregon just got beat to a bad Stanford team. Let me put that out there. A ba- bad Stanford team. And then now UC's at five. Penn State and Iowa, one of them's going to beat each other. So one of them's either going to be out or kick one of us out, which would really, really suck. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think one will fall out. But then we go back to Ohio State. Now, Ohio State, a lot of people are poising them to take this run in the Big Ten to win out in the Big Ten. 
Okay, let's just say that happens. Let's 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 just say that happens. There, there's probably a good chance that will. <laughs> right. There is still. I still personally, I've seen a lot of football. I I think this Ohio State team could not beat this Cincinnati team. I think this UC team is legitimately better. They have a better talent, better coach. I mean, they Ohio State better struggled. Quarterback. Better quarterback. Ohio State struggled against Tulsa. Struggled. And I don't care if you're starting to like figure things out early in the season. Tulsa's terrible. They lost to UC Davis. UC Davis. And Ohio State struggled with them in the horseshoe. There is no viable argument right now that you can give me or anybody else that Ohio State deserves that spot more than UC does. It's, there's just no argument. That's, but that, that, that's the thing, though, is I, I'm, still, I, I'm still worried. Uh, even though oh, we had yeah. this great win and, and we went to India, we've done everything so far. We've done everything that you need to do to get into this thing. Yeah. Even if I, I, I even if we go undefeated, I just I, I yeah. they might keep us at fifth or sixth. I, I mean, because like last year we kept winning and they kept dropping us. Like right now we're fifth. All right, yeah. we are fifth right now with the rest of our schedule. That part it doesn't change. Our schedule is our schedule. So if we go and we win every game and we whoop them, how 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 would we drop? We shouldn't drop. We should go up, especially if teams above us lose. But you, Josh, you know that's not going to happen. You know. So they're going to drop us somehow. I think I, yeah. I just have a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have every, you have every right to be worried. Even if we do go undefeated, every right to be worried. This, this committee has shown a lack of care towards actual talent or deservingness of a football team. And they decide to go with a bigger market or a team that's been there before or a team that plays a big game. And the argument that I heard that I, I absolutely despise, and I don't think it's true is that let's say Alabama goes in play in let's say UC takes platform. People are saying that we got to take the team that's going to get the or that has the best chance possible to beat Alabama. And right. they're saying UC is going to get a house if they play. Number one, that could absolutely happen. Number two, everybody else in the country besides Georgia would get a house if they play Alabama. That I don't that argument just doesn't that I don't think that's that's viable at all. But I do understand what you're saying, and I do think we are going to drop. Even for winning, like we are going to win and drop. It's just what's going to happen. So we just have to keep winning. It happened last year, right? right. That's where I say is is we have to win and we have to win big, big. We have every game. We have to blow them out, and if we keep doing that, they're going to have a hard time to to not put us in. And one of the arguments for putting UC into this stuff is, ah, you guys don't travel. Did you see how many people were in in South Bend? I know it's only like four hours away, but I don't care. There was a lot of red there. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, I got, I got one for you. Is that we apparently we traveled so well that Notre Dame beat writers put out and put out articles that Notre Dame fans should be ashamed of themselves because they sold the tickets to UC fans and that we had so many tickets that they're doing an investigation. Oh, how did UC? I swear, this is, this is exactly what I heard. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, and by the way. One more thing. After the game was over, all the UC fans stayed to celebrate. Obviously, oh, absolutely. Notre Dame played "Sweet Caroline," and we everybody started singing it and started putting "Let's Go Cats" on the bum bum bum. Yeah, they stopped playing music. They stopped playing music. It was dead silent. I, well, I'll, I'll tell you this: on they the, cut on it the, off on the TV broadcast. You can hear the oh oh oh. You, you can hear that. You can hear. Let's go, Bearcats. You could you could hear it on the broadcast. That's how many people were there. Let me get back to Anthony's comment here. He said, uh, "It's going to take. It's going to be a Bucks versus Cats New Year's Six battle for Ohio. Let's see who scores. Hey, I'll I'll take it. I mean, I, put it Paul I, Brown. I, let's go. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like." He said New Year's Six is not it's it's not gonna be a Paul Brown. I know. Let's make our own, <laughs> might as well make our own bo- oh man, we're not hosting anything for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> why, forget it. Um yeah, I mean, I could see them both not getting into the playoff, and then I could I don't really see how realistic it would be to have two Ohio Josh, teams I wonder each other. I wonder if us going into the Big 12, I know we're not in the Big 12 now, mm-hmm. but I wonder if, if that they know we're going to go into the Big 12. I wonder if that is going to help anything at all as far as giving us credibility. Well, you have – well, I mean, it's just going to depend on what New Year's Six game that uh, American ends up with and the group of five ends up with. I honestly forget. I'm sure it's out there, but I don't know who would play. I, I don't see that being realistic 
I would like to see it because I do think UC is a better team than Ohio State is, especially as of right now. Right. Um, but, but I mean, I don't see how realistic that is. But, I mean, if we don't make it in the playoff, that'd be a pretty nice consolation. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Blackthorn is talking about my uh, victory lap there. He said, hey, hey mm-hmm. Ice, you should run around the neighborhood and lead lap with everyone doing – Doing a who day chant. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm. I'll come. I'll be right behind you, and I'll do the well, same thing. Some, some people ask me, he's like, "Why do you do that after the Steelers or the Squealers win?" I'm like, "I did. <laughs> it just didn't get. As, it just didn't get as big as this one. I, I don't know why. <laughs> right. I mean, this one got got huge here. Yeah. Oh Crowd man, good. Yeah. No, I was gonna say. I mean, it got huge after you were on the UC's Twitter, and uh, you actually were on that video. And that video, <laughs> man, as a UC fan and a UC diehard that's been watching them for pretty much my entire time, I've been paying to college, paying attention to college football. It just, it just like it goosebumps. I still get chills just thinking about it. Oh, that that video was awesome. It was uh, incredible. If you see, if you guys are watching watching the show, which I know you are, everybody watching the yeah. show. Uh, that shout out to you guys. That that was awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. That's- uh, does Alabama and Georgia play this year? I honestly, I don't know. Do you know if Alabama and Georgia play this year? I mean, they, they will eventually. They will play each other at one point. They'll play each other either in the SEC championship game, or I don't think they play. Likely, I don't think yeah. they play. I don't think they play regular season. I know Georgia's got to play Florida. I think that's their last, like, really, really big game. But I don't think they play each other regular season. So they'll play each other in the SEC championship. Ah. Okay, I, think, I, guess I, is, I don't know. I guess this is Doggy. He says, you see Doggy, it's me on my sister's phone. What's up, Doggy? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's commitment to the show. Right, man. exactly. That's commitment to the show. That's, hey, that's my sis. boy. He, he, he's been a faithful listener ever since <laughs> I, I started talking. Well, I wouldn't say talking trash. I didn't talk trash about Georgia. I just no, went to people. I said, we could, we, I thought we could win. Yeah. And Georgia fans came after me. Turned out I was right. We could win. We should have won. No, the game. we could have won. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it, yeah, yeah. If, if I, you uh, convert a third down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, or, or, or hey, how about how about we run the ball when they don't have any timeout? They have no timeouts. We can run it down to like thirty seconds. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, but, let's, yeah. let's 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 get into the game here a little bit. And and it, I'll be honest, Josh, at, at the beginning of the game, and this is the one bad thing about Des. He does not get off to good starts. And the first couple drives, I was getting nervous because he's throwing the ball high. He's throwing it low. I'm like, dude, you can't start off like this. Luckily, our yeah. defense showed up and and, mm-hmm. and kept Notre Dame uh, from scoring. Now, why in the hell Kelly did not start their third-string quarterback to begin with? I have no idea. I thought for sure that kid was going to start because he, he brought them back against Wisconsin. Now, like I told some, some Notre Dame fans, you want you beat Wisconsin because of Marcus Freeman and your defense. That's the quarterback right. helped. He, the That's quarterback right. play was a lot better. But I was shocked that, that Kelly didn't didn't uh, didn't play the third string guy first. Yeah. So I mean, their quarterback room is absolutely atrocious. Like uh, Notre Dame really does need to figure that out. I don't think they know it at all what they're doing in there. Uh, Jack Cohen. I mean, he played he played terrible when he, when UC was out there. I mean, he he hit his tight end a couple times. Then when Pine came in, he played pretty well. Pine hit that one deep ball. That was a good throw, good catch. We had good coverage on it. But I think Notre Dame's quarterback room is, is absolutely abysmal. And then, but yeah, then back to like Desmond, like you said, yeah, yeah, he hasn't been getting off to some great starts on the first maybe two or three. But drives. once he gets going, but once he gets dude, going, it's on, yeah, it's on, right. And I think the the great thing about having a defense that like we do is that Des has the confidence in himself that he will throw it up. He will throw hard balls. He'll throw 50-50 balls mm-hmm. because he knows our athletes can go up and get it. And if something were to happen, his defense has got his back. So I, I, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Cause he does start out slow. Yeah, he, yeah. We're not a score on the first drive type of team, but uh, he gets it get, get that way. <laughs> right. But he gets it done. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're, and by the time, and that was the real, that was one of the best first halves I've ever seen a UC team play in all actuality. I mean, they were up 17, nothing defense is causing turnovers. I they mean, were getting it by Jay Sanders. Oh my oh, God. That dude is an animal. Yeah. He's well, an I, animal. We, we, you look at our defense there. We, we got at least three guys that, that are going to probably be first round picks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm not Gardner. Least, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's already gone. Yeah. Sauce. Oh, I would love sauce. I would love the Bengals to get sauce. Yeah. I, I, that, the way the Bengals are playing three and one starts. Uh, they might not be. He might, he might not be there. He's. I mean, Sauce is going to be. I think a top five, top ten pick. And the way the Bengals are playing right now, they might not be picking in the top ten. 
So the last time I checked, they had Sauce as the third cornerback in the and this is this is a defensive heavy class, so that's that's still really, really good. I still I think I mean it's gonna depend on I think if I think he'll get picked around the 15 to 25 range. I think if the Bengals are picking in that slot, they can get him. And, it, and if they can get him, that bolsters up that backfield. And my God, I mean, Sauce would go. Oh. He's already got his brand built here. So why would he not want to stay here? So he's just going to go from getting the money that he's getting now to getting even more money right. and still getting that money before. So, yeah, I mean, this I was, team. Yeah. I was, I was on, a, on another podcast. They called uh, the uh, uh, called full 10 yards. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's going to air either tomorrow or Thursday. So if you guys don't know what full 10 yards is, go find it on Spotify, Google full play, all yards. that. It's on there. I'll be on there. And uh, Kieran is his name. And he, he does a lot of college football uh, stuff. And he was saying, basically he thinks in his opinion, DJ Stringer for uh, LSU and sauce Gardner are one, two, as far as cornerbacks go coming out in this, this year's draft. And I, I said, I can't, I can't disagree with it. I, oh, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think sauce is definitely at least, at least, He's top five, at least second or third best cornerback coming out. Well, if you look up straight, if you look at just straight statistics and straight paper, Sauce is the best corner in the game. That's it. Like bar none, he he's given up zero touchdowns his entire. They're not even throwing career. to him sometimes. They're not even throwing to him. I think they had two pass attempts, or yeah, he let up two pass or nine yards on two pass attempts and a pick. I mean, he's all over the field. Our our defense really is that good and it Absolutely. feels like how they are they are that good they're better i think they're ranked ninth in the country right now on defense they might be top five or maybe oh, yeah. they may be four or three they are really that good and so so with sauce in his draft order it could go around there but for sure he's going to be a first rounder but and then we got man just oh they're just bodies we got Majay sanders out there uh, yeah, just and we we got we got Arquan Bush who's playing really well. We we just got a lot of guys really stepping up. And Joel DeBlanco is is a crazy man. That dude is nuts. <laughs> I love that. I love that dude. He is nuts. That he hits he hits hard. I love this defense a lot. I love this defense, and and they did a great job. The the one I think person the Irish had I was worried about was Myers. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and I yes he made some plays. But he wasn't as big a factor as as he should have been or could have been, and that's directly because of the UC defense. Yeah, and, and I got to give the credit on that one to Mike Trestle because that's when when he stopped becoming a factor is when he put Sauce over him. Once mm-hmm. Sauce was on him, that was it. He became a non-factor in the game. Yeah, and, and just like, and what Sauce, yeah. Sauce? He's got what a hundred pounds on Sauce. Bro, yeah, he's. Right, yeah, and and just like that, then UC is making Notre Dame throw the ball to nobody in particular. That's how we got turnovers. That's why they threw so many incompletions. And it, it was it was a Mike Tressel is really showing that they are becoming. He's be like really filling in that Marcus Freeman, uh, you know, defensive coordinator position. But I think this game also showed that who's really calling the shots on defense. It's uh, BDF. Uh, he he's the real one. He's the one that it's his defense, and it showed. It showed. Yeah. I mean, and and if De- if Desmond yeah, if Desmond Ritter does not fumble the ball, yeah, it's 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 I my wife goes I jinxed it because I kept going I want a shutout out because I thought we were going to get one. Yeah, I said it enough times, and then Des fumbles the ball, and I'm like ah crap. Yeah, so, right there. Damn it, damn it, I. It's I my it's my fault. It's my fault. But it then, is your fault. <laughs> But uh, I, I, it was just—it's a great day for for UC. It's a great—it's been a, just a great week. Great week, couple weeks here for Cincinnati. Like I said, it started with the the Squealers win, and then uh, let's let's get—we have we talk about uh, Bearcats here. Let's roll into some Bengals conversation. The, how much fun we had Thursday night? That was an unbelievable, unbelievable Absolutely. win right there. Absolutely incredible. And are you did you, ha, are you going to tell them how you and I met Chris Collinsworth? Like that <laughs> well, that shit. What what that was funny. <laughs> Odds of that happening. <laughs> I, that was funny. I, I was trying to get him to stop, and he couldn't. He was running late to get to get to the uh, to the game. I think it was. I wait. Was he, was he calling the game, or was he just going? No, he was there for the eighty-one Super Bowl team. The, that's the, what I thought. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Yeah, he was standing out there outside uh, Bengal Jim's tailgate, and all of a sudden I, I look and go, "Hey, that's Chris Cosworth." Like, "Hey, Chris, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, he was he was really nice." He goes, I'm sorry, I, I I'm so late. I got to get in there. I'm like. Hey, come on my podcast. Ah, dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We and me and I like I, we I just decided to pick that tailgate. There you were. Like, hey, let's just chop it up a little bit. 
here comes Chris Collinsworth just walking down the street. Like, right, right. okay, this is nothing there. Oh, man. So, yeah, but anyway, yeah back to Chris Thursday Collins night. was there. Ace and Zim were there. Yep. Uh, you were there. Uh, Jake Lisko was there. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, yep. it was a, now we got the pack coming up this week. And as uh, Blackthorn says here, the Bengals are going to smack the pack. Not that pack. I, I, dude, I, I think it's a very winnable game. I, oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I now it. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks alive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Right. Um, he, he's great. He's great. one thing. One thing he has not won in Cincinnati yet. Let's keep it that way. Correct. Their defense is okay, not the greatest. I think we can get after him. And and the and the good thing is, it looks like we'll see. It's the beginning of the week. Looks like we're going to have everybody healthy. You know, I mean, I'm not sure about Cheetah Bay. He's got the growing issue, but I think Bates is going to be back. I think I know Higgins, I'm talking about defense, but I know Higgins probably going to be back. And, and we got uh, uh, Trey Wayne's back. If we get Cheeto back, we'll have everybody in that secondary. And that's going to be a huge key, I think, to beating Aaron yeah. Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it's, it's just going to be huge to be back healthy and have that secondary back there. Uh, we're going to have to stop the run. We're going to have to force Aaron to throw and then throw into that teeth of the defense. And it's just we're going to have to force him to make a lot of bad decisions. Uh, is it possible 100%? I think as long as Joe Burrow is out on the field, he is one of those guys that will win a game by himself. We saw it against Jacksonville, a an older Bengals team does not win that. A Bengals team without Joe Burrow does not win that game on Thursday. And just by Joe Burrow being out there, we can I think we can beat anybody in the league. So I I think I think we can definitely smack that Green Bay pack without a doubt. We can we can do that. And then just kind of go from there. Joe Mixon being out kind of hurts, but I I so we're going to have to see what Chris Evans is good doing. And we're going to have to do some some short stuff, some screens, uh, a couple of out routes with him. So let's see, let's see what happens. But yeah, yeah I want I want that shirt that 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 Sydney shirt. I'm trying to find it here on Twitter. They, they tweeted out. It says, "Uh, you, you can't zero me." And that was uh, that was from the mic'd yeah. up uh thing from a uh, uh, Joe Burrow, which I haven't got to see it yet. I heard it. I've heard it, but I haven't mm. got to see it yet. And it sounds it sounds awesome. But I want that yeah. shirt. You can't zero me. He was and he was like, put the games in my hand, put the game in my hand. And and yeah. somebody was like, well, is that a is that a shot at, at, at Zach Taylor? I'm like, no, it's not a shot no. at Zach Taylor. Like, what are you talking about? No, it's not a <laughs> no, shot I mean, at Zach Taylor at all. I mean, okay, all right, great quarterbacks in, in two minutes. Yeah. Do the offense coordinators or the head coaches like did Peyton Manning? Did he go, okay, what's the play? No, he called them. He knew right. what they were. <laughs> Does Aaron you think Aaron Rodgers in two minutes is going to be? Going over to the sideline, asking what the play is. No, he's calling it himself. Yes, Joe yeah. called called most of the plays. I mean, they're Zach's plays, and he went over the list. Okay, this is what we do in two minute drill. But that, yada yada yada. So it's I don't know. Everybody wants to take a yeah. shot at Zach, but hey, listen, I it, it, I'll I'll and I'm gonna bring Des into this when it is that time, and there are minutes or mm-hmm. seconds left, and my quarterback is saying, put the ball in my hands. That's exactly what I want out of a quarterback. Desmond Ritter does it. That dude is clutch every time you see it in his win record, and Joe Burrow is too. So if I want my quarterback, it's the same way that when Jamar Chase said, I want to break every single record. Right. Yeah, I, w- I want my receiver to do that. I yeah. want him to think that. I want him to go out there and be like, I'm good. I'm the best. I'm the baddest MFR out here. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to catch every brawl and break every record. And when there's two minutes left, I want the ball in Joe Burrow's hands. That's what exactly. I want. Uh, Crown here is not a, uh, a Mixon fan. He said the big game, so Mixon won't play. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure I, Mixon, yeah, he, he didn't finish the, the, the end of the game because I think he tweaked his ankle, but I, I, he's going to be fine as far as I know. And you got to give it to Mixon. Mixon's been having a really good. Really good season so yep. far. And oh, and by the way, if you guys are watching and you have not gone and voted for Jackpot Joey Burrow for the FedEx Air Player of the Week, Do go. It's it on my Twitter now. line. I've Do retweeted it, it. I think Josh retweeted it. Go find it and 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 go go vote for sure. And yeah, absolutely. Blackthorn, CJ was CJ. Ooh. Phenomenal Sama. game. Phenomenal was the MVP. game. Absolutely. Phenomenal game. And absolutely. the funny thing is. I kind of tweeted this out is last week we gave him a jackpot Joey hat 
Is it coincidence that he had another great game or what? <laughs> no, I, it's that it's not coincident. It's not coincidence at all. And I'll I'll tell you this. And I I tweeted it out before the game started. Is that you know the the uh, three games prior to uh, Thursday night, CJ Uzama, while he made the big clutch game uh, play in the uh, excuse me in the first game to lead to the game winning field goal. He was not as as involved in the offense in the passing game as I would like him to see. I w- and I t- tweeted, I was like, in order for us to win these games and to win more, be real, CJ Uzama's got to be a bigger target and he's got to make some more catches and he's got to make some more plays. And just like that, two touchdowns and the biggest play of the game on a jailbreak screen that mm-hmm. isn't even his play that he no. ran for the That's very twice. first time. That's and twice. that is a credit to Zach Taylor's coaching that – CJ Uzama was in the right spot, knew what he was doing, and made the play and executed it when we needed it most. And then McPherson nails it. So exactly. I gotta say that that was huge. I love CJ. That dude is a great locker room guy. We got to keep him around. But I want him to keep playing like that. And if he can keep playing like that, he's gonna have a long career in Cincinnati. Exactly. The crown says I love Nixon, but when the game's on the line, where was he? Um, Five well, wide. I don't- <laughs> He, I'm pretty sure he was uh, he was in the last drive. He just didn't make the last couple plays. Am, am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, he, yeah, he was. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, you know, he was played the entire game. So I, you know, the guy tweaks his ankle. He tweak. I mean, <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? It's football. People get yeah. hurt, man. Uh, anyway, Uzzy, Maddie. Uh, this is a game the Bengals need to win in order to prove people they are for real. And I, I'll kind of go with okay. that. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's still because you still have excuses. Okay, you beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville sucks. You beat the Squealers. Mm-hmm. It turns out they suck. You know, I mean, you you beat, beat Minnesota. There, they've only won one game. You yeah. know, I mean, we realistic, realistically, we don't turn the ball over four times in Chicago. We could be four and zero. So yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of I, I kind of do understand that. And it, it's the thing is, I, right now, I want to win. I think the key thing is for the Bengals to win as many games as possible early in the season because yep. second half is no joke. <laughs> it gets stack, stack, really stack, hard. Stack, yeah. Stack, I mean, yeah. And, and I cannot stand the clowns, but Oh mm. my God, their defense is really good. Yeah, they, got, <laughs> they, 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 they got a real good defense. They, they, they scare me. I, I, and I, yep. me and Bengals captain and a couple other people can argue with somebody on Twitter about uh, uh, the Browns offense line. And this guy's saying that the Browns offense line is way better than the Bengals and yada, 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 which technically, yes, they are. They, they're, they're good. But, have you seen the Bengals offensive line the last couple of weeks um, with Jackson Carmen in there? I will say this. I will say this. Joe Burrow statistically is the best quarterback in the AFC North as of right now. Most touchdown passes, best completion percentage, best QBR rating. He he is the best in, in, in that. He doesn't do that without the offensive line p- playing much better. I have seen Baker get hit and get hit a lot. He had a lot of times when he gets hit, he gets up grabbing a body part. Did I see you watch the Minnesota game. He grabs I mean, a body part every time. There, there was lots of passes in that Minnesota game that he missed. He just flat missed. 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 He just flat missed, missed them. And just, just if if whoever that was on Twitter was uh, arguing with us, um, I think Baker Mayfield has been sacked more times than Joe Burrow has this year. It's only by one, but it's still more. So I'm just it's saying, more. yeah, it's more. So yeah. Either way, I mean, like I said, I'm more scared about the Browns' defense. That, like I said, that front four is legit. But I like I said, I think our offense line has gotten better and better and better and better as this year's going around and I, going on. And as long as they stay healthy, I think there's no reason to not expect them to keep improving. And I, I just like to give Duke credit where credit is deserved. Duke yeah. Tobin, last mm-hmm. two drafts, he has absolutely nailed it. Yep. I mean, everybody was kind of upset with you know Jackson Carmen pick. Was it a really good pick? Should they have done it? Should they have traded back? Yada yada yada. But I mean, a lot of the guys that were drafted, that offensive linemen are drafted above Jackson Carmen, are struggling or they're hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean perfect example. I, I think it's Sewell. Yeah, yeah, I got perfect example. Penae Sewell. and I got to tell you this: it, it was just it's something that you see in Jackson Carmen now. He, yeah, he came in and he wasn't looking good. He was coming off of an injury. He came in a camp out of shape. Not not exactly acceptable, well, but here we are. He's coming back from back surgery, too. So. Right. He's coming off right, coming off an injury, yeah. coming off back mm-hmm. surgery. 
But he came in, he took coaching, and you hear from camp about his work ethic and his mm-hmm. buy-in to the team. And that is just something that Duke Tobin drafted right there. He must mm-hmm. have saw that in him that Jackson Carmen is going to get better and better every single day that he plays. And we are kings of the North because we number one in the AFC North. And, so, then we, we, and we are there. We are legitly uh, the number one team because we got the tiebreaker. I was trying to explain that to my daughter-in-law. Last night, she was, yeah, tiebreaker. I said, yeah, we beat Squealers. <laughs> so that's yeah. tiebreaker. So we're, we're legitly number one. Now, Natty says it. this, and I agree with him on this too. If the Browns had an elite quarterback, they would be Super Bowl contenders. I, yep, I, I, they, I agree yeah. with that. But the yeah. thing is, like, because I was watching, like, Sunday, there was no Bengals game. So I was watching the, the clowns and the, the uh, rap mm. birds. And mm. CBJ or CBJ, OBJ and, and Baker are not on the same page. No, nah, not that it no, won't no. It, it won't come around, but they are nowhere close to the same page. And Baker, but just watching Baker Mayfield, those teams or that team reminds me of the Andy Dalton Bengals, where you yeah. have everything. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Except that's a great which, not that not that Andy Dalton's a terrible quarterback. Not that Baker Mayfield's a terrible quarterback. They're good quarterbacks. They're not elite. They're not Joe Burrow. Yeah, and they've got everything except that. And look what happened to the Bengals yeah. for five straight years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Andy Dalton was a, was a really he was above average quarterback. He was good. I mean, 2015 he was having an MVP year. Uh, I think that is a pretty astute observation. Yeah, they can be. Yep, Baker Mayfield can be really good, but he's never going to be elite, and he's going to have days where he's going to be bad. So it's and that's that's a that's a really good comparison. That defense scares me. I don't think it's out of the realm possibility that we beat the Browns. I really don't. I don't think it's out of the realm possibility that we win. Uh, the AFC North. I really don't. Steelers never heard of them yet because they suck. They, they, yeah, Steelers I call, I call are them, so bad. I call them squealers on this show. <laughs> no, I'd like to call them a lot of other words that I can't really yeah. say right now. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, now, Brown. Yeah. Natty says Brown fans think Baker is better than JB. I, I know they, they do. I, got, they do. They do. And they're they're they do. Uh, which I mean, look, okay. <clears throat> Not to defend clowns fans, but if I were them, I would say that too. Okay. Yeah, I would too. But oh, he's yeah, not. Absolutely. They're not even he's on the not. same level. It's not even what okay. No. Look, if you look at the two wins, okay, the win against the Vikings and the, this win against Jacksonville. Yeah. Look at the poise. Look at the throws. Look, yeah. look at just look at the play this where Joe just... Burrow is rolling out, points to CJ, tells him to go over there, and throws it to him. That's not how that play was designed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even supposed to go to CJ. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, he was missing guys wide open when the Vikings were what one score down, and, you know, and, and the, you know the Browns needed to get a touchdown to to. I mean, the, the game yeah. was over. The, the Browns won, but I mean, yeah. When it, there wasn't that much pressure on Baker, he couldn't make the play. He couldn't make the throw. That's yeah. where I'm saying, and I've said this all year long. To beat the Clowns, I want to stop the run. And put it on Baker Mayfield. Now, yes, I've said that about the Ratbirds. <laughs> Lamar, he's yeah, he he he's he's really starting to scare me because they don't have anything else other than him. They really right, don't. right, and exactly. He's, he's making plays. Well, right, exactly. But here's the thing: it's a 17 game season. It is a long ass season, and that is a lot to put on one guy that is working with a third string running back right now. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot for a guy that's working with a not that great defense. Their defense is not as good as what people are what they were made out to be in the off season. And then, I mean, just real quick, I just want to go back to the difference between Baker versus Burrow. Yeah. And you you talked about it. It was the it was that ending play where he missed a wide open Odell with no pressure. With Burrow on a zero blitz, let his nuts hang on the freaking turf and sat in there, took the hit, delivered a perfect ball. That's the difference. That's what makes Joe Burrow elite, and that's what makes Baker a good quarterback. That's it. That's it. And there's a reason they call Joe BDJ. There's a reason they call him it. And you see it like that. It's plays like that. So, I mean, he probably has a trainer to help him hold his nuts around because they're too big to drag along the freaking turf. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know how vulgar I can get on this show, but I just had to put it out there. <laughs> My bad. The BDJ, that, that, that's, from, that's from his LSU days. <laughs> uh, it's, it's still happening. Yep. Yep. You see it here. They when he's sitting in that and taking that taking that hit. Because if you see the video on the mic'd up, you'll see it. He gets hit 
and hit hard. Now, this one wasn't on the offensive line. It was because it was a zero blitz on a screen. Like, that's just the play design. That's what it is. So Exactly. So that's the difference. But anyway, so then go, let's go back to Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. I just, I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're that good. I don't I, even they're, think they're, they're nothing good, but Lamar, Lamar is, and I, I've, Lamar's I great. Kinda, Lamar's great. Yeah, I, I said this, that I wanted to make Lamar beat us. Well, Lamar's having to beat everybody right now. Now. Exactly. <laughs> and he's exactly. doing it. So that yeah. I have to get, I, you have to give Lamar credit. It's like, when we Absolutely. play the, the clowns of the rapper, it's not going to be, an easy game. The Bengals don't have an easy game on their. I mean, honestly, the easiest game they played might have been the Squealers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, I would agree. I would one hundred percent agree with that. That might have been the easiest game that they play. And yeah. so, it, it, the schedule just doesn't get any easier. And nope. for the Bengals to to win on Sunday, I, I think it's going to be a, a lot like the last couple wins. It's going to be you know either. I'm not going to say I come from behind a win. It's going to be a close game. It's only going to be a one-two score game. I got, I'll tell you this right now. We can't be doing that same shit that we did in the first half that we're didn't do that against Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers is not going to let us back in. That's just not going to happen. So we got to start out. We got to start out hot. Okay. It's, we just, we can't get down 14 nothing. And we can't let them be driving in to score when they're with they're up 14 nothing and we somehow get a fourth down stop. Oh, which that was one, the which game. won us the game. That won which, us the game. That's that's Logan Wilson right there stepping up. But yeah. I, I want to point this out, Chris and Chris is right. They yeah. they were literally calling him jackpot after the game, which is awesome. In the yeah, in the locker room when Zach Taylor gave Joe Burrow the game ball, you could hear somebody yelling jackpot, jackpot, and me and Maddie Myers are freaking to freak out. <laughs> so I gotta that say was, I, that was awesome. I saw it all over Twitter. Saw it in there. I saw the jackpot, Joey's. I was so excited for you. I was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> that was that was really cool. So, I, yeah. it's 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 starting to be be something. But let's let's get to I want to get to Logan Wilson and, and that play. I'm glad yes. you brought that up. And, yes. and just just the, the development of Logan Wilson and Akeem Davis Gaither, our two linebackers uh, pick last year, second and second third round picks. Very, Logan very Wilson good. was a beast Thursday night. That play Big right there, and I gotten. <laughs> I worked Saturday morning. I took I took Friday off of work, so I worked Saturday. Nice. And <laughs> somebody was trying to tell me, and I'm still don't understand. They haven't convinced me, and I, I think I'm kind of a logical guy. You know, I do look at things through orange sunglasses. They're trying no, to convince me that the Bengals got lucky. I'm like, how they get lucky? They're like all oh, that fourth down play. I'm like. I said, you mean the one where Logan Wilson made a play and plugged the hole up and stopped him from scoring? Yeah, that's luck. I'm like, how is that luck? I said, no. or was it the, the three consecutive dri- scoring drive they had in the second half of the game? I'm like, how is that luck? I'm like, and then he just said, go, just go on, get out of here. I'm like, but I said, you're not making any sense. It's not, it's not luck. No, I said, luck no. is when the ball floats up in the air against the, the Denver Broncos a couple of years ago and it bounces in their wide receiver's hands and he okay. runs for a touchdown. I That's can't even luck. I can't even listen to Gus Johnson again because of that <laughs> one specific play. His <laughs> call is imprinted into my mind. Imprinted. <laughs> but I, I heard it. Yeah. Where, I'm like, how is that? I don't understand how that's lucky. I mean, no, they they made a play. They made a play at a crucial time. Logan Wilson was there. Uh Hubbard was there. I think who else is there? Was it Keith Davis Gaither? Oh, oh man, it was Larry O. Larry O. Oh, Larry O. Larry, oh, Larry, 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 Larry Obi Wan Gajobi was yeah. there. The, the, orange but, Joby. But, but but Logan Wilson was the first one there. He was standing in the hole waiting for him to get there. They made the play. Like they that's not luck. That's that's being a football player. That's making a football play. I'm like, and I just didn't understand where any of the other stuff was coming back from. Well, it was luck for this. It was luck. No, that. That's not luck. No. <laughs> like I keep saying, it's no. not luck. I'm like, they couldn't come back with anything other than tell me to leave. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Okay, luck, luck had nothing to do with that. Logan Wilson, number one, is turning out to look like an elite star. He is. He really is. Steal of the third round. I, I loved it when we got him, and I love it now. And you're seeing it now. He steps up and he makes plays exactly like that on a fourth and goal. He steps up, makes the right read, steps in the hole doesn't give an inch and pushes back. And then everybody else gang tackles. And that's defensive coaching right there. That's buy-in. And then, I mean, again, the luck that has nothing to do coming back from 14, nothing and getting stop after stop on each drive against the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
That's not luck. That's just being better. So, it, yeah, and uh, the talk, the Nationals talking about some Jermaine yep. Pratt. Yep. He has played yep. a thousand percent times better, a yep. thousand times better than what he has played in the past years. I am really happy for him. He's playing great. He really is. This linebacking core is really good. It's and that really was, good. And that was one of the concerns people had going into this offseason. Is uh, it in the, every offseason? Yeah. Uh, every offseason, yeah, who the hell is that linebacker? Where, who's a linebacker? But, I mean, I, I and I want to give credit to Lou and Arumo. Mm-hmm. I, and this I, this is a play of going back to the Squealers game. And I just – I saw this live, and it just shows the – how willing these players are to do the scheme and how his mm-hmm. scheme is working because it didn't work the last couple of years. Right. But he has players who bought in and are willing to do it. But the 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 sack on, on Ben when, when uh, Sam Hubbard came in and hit him on the elbow, it was awesome. Hubbard was, was at the end. In his normal position, all of a sudden he dropped back, like right behind the linebackers, and he thought he was going to drop back into coverage. Mm-hmm. Well, he stood there, sat there, and waited, and then he took off. So they snapped the ball. He's waiting, waiting. Boom! He takes a beeline right for Ben and drills him right in the elbow. And those are the things that, like, okay, we all. And I said it too. Uh, he wanted Carlos Dunlop to drop back into coverage. What is that? That's silly. Mm-hmm. Yada, you know. Right. Well, you know. So I'm making fun of my own self. What do I know? I mean, I'm not a defensive coordinator. Lou finally has guys who bought in or are willing to do it. So, I mean, there's just the scheme and everything that Lou is doing is working. And he finally has players that have bought in and can do what he wants them to do. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. And Lou Anaruma was one of the guys that I, I was really putting the pressure on. I said, not only is this Zach Taylor's year to show that he can stay, it is 100% Lou Anaruma's. And he probably had a shorter, shorter, shorter leash. If you need another model, I'm right here. I'm just saying, by the way, Jackpot Joey, I would love, I would love, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, but yeah, they, we, when we just, we just broke and watching Lou Anarumo just actually like seeing his schemes work and they, they are working and, and there's their stunt calls and they're blitzing and they're hitting hard and they're physical. And it's just, it's great to see Lou Anarumo get the success that he had a vision for. Yes. And it's great. And we, we defensively after the first half, we broke Urban Meyer so badly. <laughs> yeah, you guys can just go on Twitter and take a look at it. Yeah, and I have a theory of why Facebook and Instagram aren't working right now. <laughs> well, apparently he he got he got off of uh, uh, everything too. From what yeah, I he probably yeah he probably should he, he, clo- he, he closed should everything out. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Chris <laughs> yeah, says do that. Uh, Pratt got his buddy BJ Hill Hill with him now. Maybe that's a big factor. And I've said yeah. this on the show. We Duke flat stole BJ. Stole. Flat stole, stole him. That was it, a great. It was, yeah. Uh, it was an unbelievable great. trade. It, and this is another thing where, where oh, um, Colin great Cowhead. Play. He's like, oh, they don't make it. It's not draft. He's talking about draft day trades, which we literally did make a draft we day trade. Draft this year. Mm-hmm. He goes, they don't make draft day trades. They don't do this. Which you get Cowhead. I gave you credit two weeks ago because. You were giving the the Bengals a, a chance to to win outright and in the, uh, against Pittsburgh, yep. but then he comes back and oh, Joe Burrow is so good, Joe Burrow is so good. But they don't they don't they don't do anything. They don't, the ownership yeah. is awful. They don't make draft day trades. They okay, um, we literally traded back and got yeah. Jax Carmen and got what three two other picks like that. Yep. Yeah. He's wrong on that. Uh, they don't make trades at all. Okay, we literally just traded uh, Billy Price and got BJ Hill. Great trade. They don't do. That drive, that crap drives me nuts. I'm like, you yeah. don't know. You're making. You're on a national radio. You mm. don't know what you're talking about. You're making statements that are not true. Yeah, it drives it, me nuts. Yeah, I'm trust me. I'm with you, and I get it, and I, I see it every day. And as somebody that I have been like, like really, really trying to get a job in the media and such like this, it really does aggravate me when I see. Uh, people that are in that position like Colin Coward and that he comes up and he makes statements without doing any sort of research or any sort of anything. Say we don't spend in the off season. Bengals were one of the top spenders in this off season and last off season, no draft day trades. That's incorrect. And then perfect example, perfect example, Billy price for BJ Hill. One of the greatest trades in Bengals history already, already. I mean, again, it's not a high bar, but already, it's one of the greatest right. trades we've ever made. Right. And we we got somebody that was going to sit on the bench and do literally nothing, and then when he got into the game, it's going to be incredibly average. And we got we got somebody who's making noise and making havoc in uh, in the interior of the defense, and that's where we were really going to struggle, especially on the inside run. 
and now we don't. Now we don't. Now we got Larry O, DJ Reader, and we got BJ Hill on the inside, and that is a scary, scary front. So, exactly, exactly. And and that's that's just – I know I keep saying it over and over and over again, but I wish these guys would actually – if they're going to talk crap, at least have your facts right. You know, research. at least Yes, and it's not that hard. No, uh, and, and, and Look, I know you're supposed to cover – your job is to cover all 32 teams. That's your job. You're supposed to cover all 32 teams. You're supposed to know what the hell you're talking about. You know, I right. mean, that like I have two other jobs other than this. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I know what I'm yeah. talking about when it comes yeah. to the Bengals. So that's your only job, Calhead. You should at least know what you're talking about. And, and when you're making statements like this, it's just uh, – I had to I had to get on that one. But I won't put this out there. Dan, Dan, he said, <laughs> Jack by Joey says, Dan Horde has no idea what he's going to walk into at the wishbone November 3rd. November 3rd, uh, the Bengals booth – uh, is going to be there for the pep rally or the round oh, table or whatever it is. They're going to have the wish, wishbone. We are planning on being there with lots and lots of jackpot Joey stuff. So if you guys, you should, uh, you should contact, side. you should contact uh, the Bengals. See if they can get the stripe squad out there. I, I, I think we should. <laughs> maybe, maybe special, special guests. Hey, maybe a little sports with strawberry ice and Josh Miller out yeah, there. Maybe yeah, get it all yeah, set up. Yeah. Get all set up. Yeah, well, well I, I tried to, wishbone, I tried November to, third. I thought I, I thought I had permission to go live down at the Holy Grail, and I got blown up on Twitter, and then the Holy Grail blocked me. So, oh, um, <laughs> that sucks. That would have been so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, that so I, I still, I, I guess I'm still blocked from from uh, from the Holy Grail. I have no idea. They let me in there. They let me spend money and, and drink some beer and eat some wings. So I guess we're all good. But anyway, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. So what what is your what is your forecast here for? The Packers game. Let's see. What, what what are your keys to it? I'll, I'll put it that way. Oh, all right. Well, the keys of the game is going to be is, is forcing Aaron in bad situations. Now, when Aaron's got a clean pocket and he and he knows what he's doing and his re- receivers are executing, he is going to he's going to pick us apart. We need to get him in uncomfortable situations. We need to push that pocket. We need to sack him multiple times. Let's get him on the ground. Let's let's frustrate these receivers. Let's stop him up on the line. So we need to do defensively. Offensively, we need to hold on to the ball. We got to slowly bleed this clock out. We got to have we got to execute on the first half of the game and the first drive. We got to do it in multiple series in a row. Got to do it early. Got to jump on top of them early. The Packers, I mean, I think I think they're really good when they have a lead. When they don't, I don't think they I don't think they can come back. Personally, I don't think this team is yeah, going to be able to jump come on them early. Make, make them chase jump us. on jump on them early. Jackpot, Joey. I would love to come out November third. Wishbone. I'm gonna write that down. All right. Oh, <laughs> you have gear. You have gear for me. Yeah. Oh, I would love some. <laughs> wow. I would love some. Yeah. Really just, excited there. <laughs> just got a limit. And at the end of the day, let Joe Burrow cook. He is the face of your franchise for a reason. Put him in spots that he likes. Give him five wide. Let his receivers go out and spread. Let Jamar Chase run the routes that he wants to, that he's good at. Joe Burrow, they have that connection. Let your franchise quarterback cook. We should be good. I think we can win this game. I think the crowd's going to show out. I think on Thursday night, the city of Cincinnati had a coming out party. And I think the front office had a coming out party. They made that game the most fun game I have ever seen or attended as a Bengals fan. Absolutely. How about them, Georgia Bulldogs? I mean, they are. They Maurice, where you with been us. at, brother? Grace. <laughs> That's my Georgia boys. <laughs> oh, oh, come on now. Come on. They won't do it uh, again. Come on. I want it. I want it. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out, man. I, we'll, we'll see what happens. We got a long ways to go till, till UC gets to play play anybody else. I mean, we got we got the American. <laughs> got them Temple Owls coming yeah, up. Yeah. Which, which, no. Are you are you going to go to, to uh, Nipper tonight? Which, oh. which, by the way, I just want make the statement here real quick nippered at night in my opinion is one of the best college venues ever because I think you ask me why i'm like because the stadium is in the middle of the campus it's yep. in a hole they've mm-hmm. dug it down deeper than it originally was they've been playing football there for a hundred years yep. the sound just stays there it just echoes the lights are in there it is you're jammed in there wow. it's bigger than it used to be yep. you're still jammed in there it's it- awesome yeah, it's forty thousand. That feels like a hundred thousand. It really mm-hmm. is. And, and I've been to multiple Nipper Nip at Night games, and I've been to a couple that have been completely sold out. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's just an absolute 
nuts environment. And there's no, and if you're a UC fan, there's no reason why you shouldn't be going on Friday night unless you got an obligation. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. We should, you, everybody get out there. Hopefully I'll have the tailgate spot set up so you guys can just DM me and let me know, and I'll let you guys know where the tailgate spot is. Got great food, beer, everything you need. For some reason, UC plays Temple close every yeah. In both well, in both sports in both yeah. football. Hopefully, hopefully that that's what I'm saying. We need to get out there. We just need to blow them out. Blow them out. Uh, you know, get out there and blow blow them out. Now, do you, do you have a name to your tailgate, or or is it just just Josh? Plot sixty one. Plot sixty one. Plot there, you there you go. It's right in front of uh, Marion Spencer. Right in front of that dorm hall. Right there. Ah, on, uh, gotcha, on gotcha. Sigma well, Sigma. Hopefully, I'll be able to go. I got to work on Saturday. That's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. So, all right, yeah, no, I already, and I work at night, so I gotta be. If it was like Saturday during the day, I probably go. I gotta be working like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, say you say Saturday at night, like Friday night or Saturday night, like like Saturday, like more like Friday night, Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Oh, got it. Got two a.m. Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll be staying up watching the game. There you um, go. but I'll be laying in bed. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. All right, Where'd Josh. you get that hat, by the way? Real quick. This, Where'd you get that hat? hat? That hat, oh, that hat is this is old. Uh, is I don't even remember. I've had it forever. I don't even remember where I got it from. Pro- probably lids. That's where yeah. you should buy a lot of them. I just got that go. one. We got to bring that logo back. Right I, that I logo. Bearcat, I love that logo. Yeah, yes. that, I love it. I, I love can't it. wait. I got ba- basketball season come up soon, and I, I'm gonna be really curious to see That's Wes true. Miller. See what kind of what kind of team he he brings. We didn't even get into that yet. Yeah, yeah not yet. We'll, yeah. we'll, it, it, we'll do that next time when I, when, when I bring you on. We're getting close to basketball season. I'll, I'll bring you back on. Yeah. Oh, uh, real quick. Speaking of the Bearcats. Yeah, buddy. I am also going – I am I'm really, really thinking about starting a UC podcast. Um, if for anybody that would like that, please let DM me. Let me know. I'm just trying to figure out how that would work or maybe have uh, some somebody on or have a uh, – a get or uh, a uh, another co-host with it too. So I'm still working it out. But a UC Bearcat podcast is coming soon. There you go. Sounds you good. Go. So tell everybody where they can find you and your other. They podcast. can find me at Back Row Bangles, man. That's where I'm always at. And then uh, go to Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, everything else. Apple Podcasts is a little wonky for mine. It's just called the Back Row Bangles Podcast. That's it. If you look that up, you'll find me. You'll just put it in your Safari bar. You'll find me. We'll be good, and we're gonna get on Streamyard so way we can do it live uh, soon. But I got to get another paycheck in before I can do that. But that's it for me, man. When, when is Iceman going to be on your show? I mean, you had Cap on. You, you got to have Iceman on. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> going to be on your show, I guess. There you go. <laughs> we learned. There it is. <laughs> you got the Iceman. Iceman and jo- back row bangles again tomorrow. <laughs> run it run back. Run it back, baby. All right, Josh. Take it easy, brother. Who day? Hey, who day, Iceman? Appreciate it. Have a good one, boss. See ya. All right, guys. That was a lot of fun. Um. Apparently Facebook, I guess, is back up, but I, I'm already I'm not on Facebook because when I set the show up, um, if Facebook is not working, it won't let me join. So I'm still gonna give my Facebook groups a shout out anyway. But I'll actually I want to tell you that guys this real quick. Um Wednesday, I'm gonna have the color analyst from the University of Cincinnati Bearcat football broadcasting team on my show. He's no other than Jim Kelly. So that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get him on the show. Be the first time I've had him on the show and he can talk about the experience of going to Nippert North. That's South Bend, Indiana and watching the Bengals beat Notre Dame. It was a lot of fun. All right. Facebook groups here. We got Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Cincinnati Reds, rounding home, <laughs> rounding third, heading for home. The Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, as long as it works, Instagram, as long as it works, and Twitter. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. Uh, TikTok, I'm at, at Iceman90. You can find all of these under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight, putting it on the podcast. I'll uh, be on B-Pod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment so other Cincinnati fans can find it. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers, like I said, we're at 1,384. That is awesome. If it wasn't for the first person that subscribed, I wouldn't be doing this. So I appreciate you guys subscribing. And supporting the show. It's a lot of fun to do this. And if you guys have not seen my victory lap, 
for the Cincinnati Bearcats win over the Notre Dame Fire Irish. I'm going to play that here at the end. And I'll that'll be the end of the show instead of the Bengals stripe song. But as my boy, Jeremy D, always says, remember one thing and one thing only. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. He says, who day? I'm saying, go Bearcats. <laughs> and that's just sports, baby. See ya! <laughs> Starberry Ice doing a victory lap. <laughs> oh, oh, you see. Irish. Oh my God, I'm tired.